What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Perfectly Blended Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to break boredom in your marriage. Oh, big yawn. And that's coming up. Right now. Thank you so much for joining us on the Perfectly Blended Podcast. This podcast is for blended families, for couples that want to strengthen their marriage and want a brighter future. Perfectly Blended exists to break the stigma of divorce, drop the shame and guilt holding you back, and equip marriages to thrive instead of just survive. We believe all that is possible in this life is based on the power of Jesus Christ and his ability to restore us fully. Let's dive in. What is up, everybody? Welcome to today's podcast. That's fun. So, I am one of your hosts, Josh. I'm here with the always gorgeous Miss Christy. Look at her. She's all sun-kissed. Because <laughs> I was standing outside for hours <laughs> In today. the sun, getting kissed by yeah. the sun. So, love, yeah. what's on your mind? What's going on? Tell everybody what's up. Uh, I have to have surgery on Friday, and I'm not excited about it. Because I have to get an IV, and I don't like IVs. Yeah. So... There's that, and uh, that's pretty much it that I have on my mind. That's everything but, you have on your mind right now. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> we can't take everyone down the path of Christie's mind, but... <laughs> that's, a deep, that's a deep, dark place. We have our event coming up. Who <laughs> said I had fingers in my dinner? It was sausage! <laughs> it was me. We were cracking up about that, by the way, Katie. <laughs> it was me, Katie. I looked at Josh. I showed it to cracking Josh. I'm up. like, look at this picture. Oh and he said, God. is that the Jeffrey Dahmer special? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm putting that on the screen because that's hilarious mm. to me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's that Jeffrey Dahmer special, right? Looks like a bunch of fingers just laying on the plate. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh, that was funny. That was super, super funny. Oh, man. So anyway, yeah. So yeah, Christy has to have foot surgery on this Friday. Yeah. And so yeah. she's going to be a scooter, being a boot and all this good fun stuff. So that's a super exciting time. We and have. we have our event coming up. Yes, we do. 5th. So let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. Okay. So we have our event. So first, first time last last year, first time, we had a perfectly blended event, which is designed for marriages of people that have blended families. We did it in Flint, Michigan at our local church. It was amazing. And it was, uh, it, was it was really awesome. And so we're going to do it again. See, put that comment on the screen. Can't wait for PB22. That's right, 22 PB. Not the peanut butter, people. Not the peanut butter. <laughs> yes, Katie, we cannot wait. We had awesome volunteers. Like Katie was one of our volunteers, which was our main ones. She was one of the mains. And so this year, though, it's going to be even more better. It even is. More better. Yes, we're going to make it even better. We are theming it this year. We have a theme that's going to be happening this year. We are excited. So November 5th, you're going to want to save the day. It will be an all-day conference, and we're going to feed you. You're going to have a lot of fun. You're going to have an opportunity to connect with other couples, which is super awesome, which is really a main thing of yeah. really what we're shooting for. We know that... Us blended folks, we need community. So we're going to encourage you to put it on your calendar right now. We have some really cool stuff come up. We have a grand prize that you can win, which is completely awesome. It's awesome. It is awesome. So uh, it's going to be uh, over $1,500 worth of value. It's going to be pretty cool. So yeah. we're going to encourage you to tell your friends, and yeah. we're going to be releasing more details real, real soon. So we cannot wait for that. Yeah. Oh, so that's oh, the oh. stuff that's on my mind. That's the stuff that is on her mind. Yeah. So, so without further ado, we're going to talk about a little bit about uh, boredom in marriage. Let's be real, right? There, marriage, uh, you know, 
prayerfully isn't something that's temporary, right? We want it to be forever. And we want to be able to make sure that we're keeping the spice up inside of our marriages and we're doing the things that are necessary to avoid boredom inside of our marriages, right? So we we want to talk about that today. It's a matter of fact, it will happen if you're not intentional about it. So Katie wants to know when registration opens up for our event. Very soon. That's, I thought you hit it up right now on no, the website. Which, oh, we don't just, it's soon. She spoils everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's like, we don't need to talk about this in private. Let's talk about it right now live on air. <laughs> yeah, she gives a thumbs up. Yeah, so it'll be very, very, very soon. It'll be shareable. Uh, we, we will be putting it on. Um, it is on. It is live right now. Okay, it is. But So if you wanted to go look at the details, you can go to joshandchristy.com. You can just go there. There's something at the top of the website. You can just click on it and you can see all the details for it right now you actually could register for it right now too since christy let it out of the back oh my gosh sorry so anyway today what we want to talk about is boredom in your marriage what are you doing are you being intentional about it well we have a few things that we do that we've done over the years that's help us avoid boredom we're actually so not bored we're just have pure excitement all the time in our marriage that's a lie that's not a lie that's true <laughs> don't tell these people lies <laughs> We have went through like where we have been. It's okay. So, and I did want to elaborate on this. So boredom doesn't mean, oh, you both come home and you're kind of ho-hum and you just sit on the couch and you watch TV. Boredom also oh, wow. means that you're serving so much that you your marriage is boring because you're constantly doing things together. And him and I have went through that, like where we're constantly go, 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 doing everything for everybody else. But if we really sat down and was like, okay, we need to do something for our marriage. And then he's like, what do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> you know, like Let's watch we, we don't know what to do <laughs> if we're not like serving or working on our business or our mm. event or doing celebrate recovery or grocery shopping. Like we don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, it is easy to, you know, the thing is that I, we find is very typical is it's real easy to fall into a regimen of doing something and then just staying there. Yeah. It's almost like you're, you're comfortably, comfortably uncomfortable in all of the stuff that's going on. Right. It, and it really gets to a point to where you guys are almost kind of passing each other right yeah. there in passing, or you become roommates ships in the night, ships in the night, you become roommates inside your own home. It can be really, really dangerous. And so, these are good. That's going to happen. Like that's yeah. the reality, right? It's going to happen. But what are you going to do about it when it does happen? Right. We can't wait for our spouse to speak up and guys, that's very typical for us to do. Yeah. It's I real happened easy. last night with us. Right? Right. I'd be like, I would like to have a date night sometime soon that you need to plan. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and I did, and I did something else for her today too, that she won't know for a couple of days. So that's what we do, right? So we get the hint and we do it. But that's the point, right? We can't always wait for our spouse to nudge us with a smile on their face because they get sick of it. Uh, us guys, we're just big dumb animals and we don't get it half the time. We get like, it. We don't get it more than half the time. I don't like you saying that though. I think yourself. it's. I think it's true. We are. Some of us aren't big dumb animals. Some of us are smaller dumb animals. Yeah, but some of us are like super big bratty princesses too. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so let's talk about number one, right? So how to break boredom in your marriage. What is it that you can do today? You can change up your routine, right? Yeah. Change up your routine. Which we have to do. So Josh and I have talked about this multiple times on our podcast about sitting down with each other on Sunday nights and you're going over your week. You can actually plan a moment 
in the week that will change something up. So if you constantly are, you know, Tuesday nights we do the podcast, Thursday nights we're at Celebrate Recovery, Friday nights we do this, Saturday we grocery shop, things like that. You guys could say, okay, what are we going to do this week together that's going to do something different? Like we could go to the the local library. And I know that sounds boring, but it actually isn't boring. To me, <laughs> like it I sounds think boring to me. That would be fun to me. Like you know how long it's been since we've been in the library. Let's go and like check things out. Like what's in the library nowadays? I don't even know. I don't know. But one time, Josh and I stop laughing at me. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just so like the library. One time, one time I looked up things in Michigan that you could do that's free, right? And so I, we drove down. I I didn't even know about this place. I showed him about it. And I don't even remember the name of it, but in Detroit, you drive down toward towards the Detroit area and you can go across this bridge and there's a little island that has like yeah, Bobble Island. Yeah. That has like an aquarium or something over there. And you can walk along the beach and all this stuff. We went over there. Well, at that time, okay, I don't know now. This was a few years ago, but it, the aquarium was very sad. It was sketch at the best, okay? <laughs> it was very sad. And we tried to walk along the beach. <laughs> the wind was so bad it was that so it was bad. like our mouths were like, <laughs> like we were skydiving Getting or something. Blasted. But that was a memory, right? It so was. that broke up our routine. And, uh, and just this past... Saturday, we had volunteered for an event mm-hmm. that we did for with Family Life Radio. And when we were driving down to the area that we were going, I was just like, we should come down here sometime. And he's like, just come down here and drive around. I'm like, yeah. You know, like it breaks up the routine. It does. It does. And I think it's important because it's really easy to get stuck in the routine of every day, right? You get up, you go to work, you come home, you eat dinner, you watch Netflix or, you know, Amazon Prime or this past week was Shark Week or Disney, right? Or Shark Week. But it's easy though to get stuck in that routine, right? The husband comes home. Maybe he goes out in the garage. He's a guy that tinkers on things. Maybe that's what happens, right? True, right? Tinker, tinker. Or fishes or golfs yeah. or whatever it is, right? And it's like the wife says, these are my shows. These are things I like to watch. And the husband's like, well, I don't like to watch this stuff, so I go do this. It's a routine of things that we get stuck in. And all that routine does, unfortunately, it drives a wedge, right? And it creates a boredom to a, a high level within it where the guy's like, I'm not, I'm only interested in doing the things that I want to do now. And I'm bored with my wife because we don't really do anything. And it's vice versa. It happens the same. So you have to be willing to say, you know what? Uh, Saturdays are going to look different from now on. We're going to do things differently on Saturday. Normally we do, we go grocery shopping on Saturday mornings. We're switching it up. We're going to go Friday nights instead because Christy and I uh, grocery shop together, right? And it's something, it was a learned love on her behalf because she didn't, she didn't like that. Well, and I don't, I get like, I used to struggle more so like with panic attacks and anxiety and stuff and getting out and I just don't like all these things. But marriage is sacrificial, though, too. And that's something that reminds me, as many of you know, Josh and I have been married before. And it's easy to, especially if your spouse just goes along with it, too, to say, well, this is the nights that I go out with my friends or this is the shows I like to watch. These are the things I like to do. And then your spouse is like, yeah, these are the things I like to do over here. And then you guys are separate. It's sacrificial. Josh and I have decided that the majority of the things, like when I'm home from work, the majority of the things that we're going to be doing, we are going to be doing together. And yeah, there's some things that he probably would like to go do without me, like play volleyball. You know, I can't play volleyball because I have a really bad back and I would break myself or hurt myself or sprain my ankle or break a finger or something. I would, I would, 
I would, that's possible. But he doesn't go do those things. He he is sacrificing that love of his so that when we are together, we can go do stuff that we can do together. And that is why our relationship's so strong. And you do will face choices like that in your marriage. Like, mm-hmm. do I want my marriage to be stronger than it already is? Or do I want to be able to go do what I want to do and the marriage will have to wait? That's a decision. So everything that you say yes to, you're saying no to something else. And that's just facts about it. It is. And you don't have to give up everything you love. Like, that's not no. really, that's not but the message. But to change up your routine. Yes, but to change up your routine, right. And so, yes, you know, there is things inside your marriage that you say, hey, okay, you know, I need to sacrifice this to be able to, like you said, come together with my spouse on something. Yeah. You know, and we could talk a whole other podcast just on that topic alone because it's about taking making sacrifices for your spouse to be able to come together on something so you guys can grow together in that way. And grocery shopping seems like a simple thing. I'm the grocery shopper. That's what I do. And Christy... Because you're the cooker. I'm the cooker, right. And Christy really is like, yeah, about that. But she's grown to enjoy being with me during it and she's found her role in it, right? So she has a specific role when we go grocery shopping. But, but I fell into an old role because I used to go with my grandma. Okay, well, that's fair. But did, you didn't do the same things with your grandma as you do with me, though. No. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Grandma. We didn't mean that. We met during grocery shopping. <laughs> we met during grocery shopping. Yeah. All right. Okay. No, I used to walk around the store while my grandma went and grocery shop. Right. She doesn't yeah. do that. So it's very, very different. So yeah. make sure that you're changing up your routine. It's really, really, really important. Cassie goes, so do we. People think we are weird. Why? I want to know why, though. Why do people think you're weird? Why do people think you're weird, Cassie, for grocery shopping? It's probably grocery shopping, I would assume. Oh, grocery um, shopping. Yeah, grocery shopping together. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Grocery shopping is something that we have just grown. It's a something that we do. It's fun. And we do. We have and when it's nice that. out, we'll stop before we get to the grocery store and like get lunch and stop at a local park and have like a picnic, have like a little picnic there. I mean, one time we were like, there was bees everywhere and we were being attacked by bees. Yeah, so that just, was crazy. Yeah. We met dog walkers like out walking their dogs. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. it's important to do those things. You yeah. Know, so make change sure- it up. Like just because we go grocery shopping every Saturday, every other Saturday doesn't mean Okay, this time on our way to the grocery store, let's just stop and, you know, have a picnic. It's fun. Yeah. So we say change up routine. You change it up to benefit each other. Okay, it's important that you know that. Yeah. So that's number one. All right, number two. You need to be spontaneous. Yes. Be spontaneous. And I'm going to talk about this, but I'm kind of embarrassed to talk about this. So grab that book that's over there. It's underneath the camera bag. So... Josh got me this that I actually am excited for, for spontaneity to help us be spontaneous in our life. And it's called the adventure challenge for couples. And Mm -hmm. there's a family one. And then there's a couples one. And it's actually really cool. And we've never done it. We haven't used it. But we have it. But we do have it. And it is a lot of fun. But it'll tell you like, and they may really make it simple for you. They tell you if it's free, if you do it at home, if you have to leave, if you're going to get wet, if you need to do it during the day or during the night, if it costs money, how many hours it'll take, things like that. And we've never done it. But this is to help you take the questioning out of spontaneity. And I actually forgot about the book until the other day I was in here and I saw it sitting over there on the desk and I'm like, Oh my gosh, we need to look up and do one. It'd just be fun. It is to fun. Do. And I really want to say spontaneity for guys, right? So it's hard for guys to be this way. And like Christy said yesterday, she's like, we really need to do a date day. 
you know, we, and we do our date night. We do. And it's not that those guys don't want to do those or things. Or a whole day. It's fine. But right. But our, our women need to know that we care enough to plan to do something like that too. And it matters to them. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. It matters. So, you know, being sp spontaneous is just scheduling something and making it happen. Just saying, Hey, you know, putting it in the calendar, not saying what it is. That's what I did. I just put something like, don't basically don't book time on us because Christy and I believe in having a shared calendar. So we are in the know at all times about everything that's going on between us. And yeah. so it's important that you are spontaneous. Spontaneity plays such a major role inside your relationship, even if that means in other special things within your relationship, if you know what I mean. Like we have to make sure that we are being spontaneous because boredom sets in real quick, real fast, and it is it is a black death inside your relationship. Well, and you guys each must be. So Josh is a very creative person. So Josh can look at a blank canvas and envision something from scratch, right? And, and develop it. And if you say, hey, we need to send, we need to develop this new whole like program thing. He's like, I got you basically. And he can create it all from scratch. I am not that way. Like I have to have at least parts first, and then I can start being like, okay, we can do this. We can moan over this. So if both of you are more like me, you're really not creative. You can Google stuff or go to the library and look something up, you <laughs> know, about spontaneity, you know, like what some ideas so as a couple to be spontaneous, what you could do. I mean, cause when we were younger, like I literally, now Josh wouldn't like this, but when I was a teenager, I would be like with friends and I'd be like, let's just drive to the UP. Let's go up to Mackinac city and drive over the bridge. And we did in a day. Like we would just go and we stop at a local McDonald's that had their sprinklers going and ran through the sprinklers and got back in the car and kept going like just dumb stuff, but it was fun. Yeah. And then we just drove around the UP. We've got this, found this huge freaking moose that you could get, like we stood under and took our pictures with. And there we happened to go over there when it was a car show and we got to see all these old cars and it was just a completely spontaneous day, but it was fun. Yeah. And I do encourage like for spouses to do something spontaneous for your wife. He's like driving. That's why I said that. He's only driving mm. long distances. But that, okay. So that's a great example, right? So I encourage you to do what your spouse wants to do, right? So if you guys don't do something that your spouse wants to do all the time, let's just say for like me, we don't go golfing hardly ever, yeah. right? And I like to golf, right? Yeah. So one day she just plans for us to go golfing mm -hmm. and says, hey, put, you know, your clubs are in the car. Like, come on, we got something going on today. We're going to go. And that's something in together, right? Not I scheduled a, a golfing trip with you and your buddies to go. That's not what I mean. It, it avoids the boredom. And the same thing with like Christy. It's like, hey, babe, I plan us a trip. We're going to Mackinac for the day. And she would be tickled over that. Mm -hmm. You would love to do that. And we could get pictures with mooses and we could go run, run through sprinklers and McDonald's or whatever it is that you would want to do. Yeah. So be spontaneous. I have a very old soul. <clears throat> So I just, says, that's, if you really pay attention, she'll say a lot of old people stuff. I and mean, what did I just say? I said, go to the library. So. Yeah. Who goes to the library? <laughs> what I do. Go, you learn your arithmetic at the library. I think it'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. All right. So number three, right? The third thing you can do to break boredom in your marriage is you can do this. And this is a good topic for us to talk about all 360 on. Because well, you mentioned it in the beginning already. It is serve together. You need to serve together. 
serve together. You are you and your your couple. <laughs> you and your <laughs> you and your spouse are probably already going to have one of these things that you're really good at. So Josh and I are really good at serving the others. And in fact, we're probably too good at it where it takes up a lot of our schedule. And so we really have to work to put like changing up our routine and putting the spontaneity and everything and yep. date nights and things like that into because we have, we serve so much at all times together in all ways, in all things. I mean, this past Saturday, we volunteered with family, which we love doing and went to the Grace Christian Music Festival down in Harrison Township. I yeah, think. down in Detroit area. And uh, we just go and serve and we talk to people all day about Jesus and, you know, family life radio. And we really enjoy doing things like that. Mm -hmm. And and you can you can look it up and find ways like Josh and I back in the day, you know, we're like, hey, we should donate some stuff to the Humane Society. They always need something. You know, they need food or toys or beds or blankets or something. Always. And so we went around to like uh, some local pet shops around here. We told them what we were doing. We were just coming in to buy a couple things and take to the Humane Society. And some of those places were like, oh, we'll take all this stuff for free. And a couple of the places gave us a bunch of free stuff to take to the Humane Society. And we took it and dropped it off. We took the kids with us. And uh, it's just fun to do. The Humane Society gets donations all the time from people. It's not like we were doing anything special, but it was special to us. And that's what it's, that's what it's about. Yeah. And, and I that's think, service. That's serving. No, absolutely. And I think a lot of times as Christians, we get real good at serving individually, right? To the church or to some type of ministry and we don't serve together. And yeah. I think it's really important to understand like serving together is the important thing, right? Doing things together. It's real easy within the church for Christy to go and serve in one area and the me to go serve in another area and get really caught up in that. Yeah. But that is not what's helping cure the boredom. Like there's nothing like serving God with your abilities and your strengths and with your heart when you're doing it together with your spouse. When it's something that you guys do together, like Christy mentioned, like this last Saturday we went and served, but we served together. We yeah. don't like Christy's like, oh, I'm going to go serve this weekend, Saturday, you know, down at the Grace Music. No, it's something that we do together. And that is a powerful way, though, to break the boredom because you're you're rekindling something or you're growing something deeper in an area that is growing you. And I think mm -hmm. that's so important to grow together. Serving is such an amazing thing. And we see such little of, of spouses doing it together. Now, it's not that we don't see it at all, but we see less of spouses doing it together than they do it apart. We see a lot of serving. Yeah. We, we do see a lot of serving apart, but, not together. Like this is serving to us. Like we're it doing is. a podcast. We're trying to encourage other blended couples, bring them together, talk about God and Jesus. And then mm -hmm. coaching couples is serving together. You know, other couples, Christian couples that need, you know, marriage coaches. We do that and then celebrate recovery. We serve there. So mm -hmm. we serve and serve and serve and serve and serve. We do. So, and we love, we love doing it. So you just have to make sure in your relationship that you don't get like uh, uneven, you know, like it is important for him to, for him and I to change up our routine sometimes because I'm a very regimented person and I'm all about the calendar and I will fill the calendar up. Back to back to back to with back. Stop. And yeah. then with one domino gets bad in the beginning of the day, the whole day starts to fall apart. It's not good. It is not good. And that almost always happens. It does. It does. She like books things like every 15 minutes. Mm. It's crazy. But she talks about like regimen. We talk about like, you know, routine. <clears throat> 
I mean, God forbid in the morning she has somewhere she needs to go right after I wake up, okay? Because I have a very specific routine that I do in the morning. Look at that face. Instantly from <sighs> smile to eye rolling instantly. Like it's like, right? But I don't say, I don't do that about your calendar, okay? And the thing is, is I have, I have a very specific routine that I he do He does in the not like to be rushed in the morning. So oh. for Josh to be woke up, have to jump right out of bed and get in the car and go somewhere. No. No. Not happening. No. No. Not, I can do that, but it's not, I can't do it that fast. Okay. I just give me a heads up. If you want to be someplace at five o'clock in the morning, have the courtesy to let me know the night before. Okay. And I'll wake up more than enough time to do my routine. Will I not? You will. Oh, I will. Because I like my routine. So it's important I, that you We've been together for 11 years and I still be sitting out in the living room sometimes drinking my coffee and I'm like, what are you doing yeah. in there? It doesn't take that long. She's ridiculous. It does. It's a routine, okay? My point is, is it's okay to change up your routine because sometimes Christy's like, you know, you don't have to take a shower every single morning, you know, every single morning. Or you do it when we get back. Like if we're just right. running out to do a quick errand. And to me... Take a shower when we get back. I cannot do that. But every once in a while, I do that. Yeah, he does. I do that because I'm trying to change up the routine because I want my wife to feel like she's got some <laughs> wins going on here. And he'll be like, here's I my didn't... dirty husband. Let me introduce you to him. I say that. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I did take a shower this morning. I took one. I'm going to take one when we get back. I'm like, yeah, you dirty boy. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so how to break boredom in your marriage. It's really important that you are intentional about removing boredom because it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when and we have to recognize that but then we have to not blame each other for that we have to say you know what i'm going to pick up the torch this time around and i'm going to do something about it you know you can do just a, a way of reminder change up your routines you can be spontaneous and you can serve together these are just a couple of different ways that work for us that have worked for us well and there's think books too like uh I don't have it in here right now, but Jay and Laura have a book about 50 something date nights or whatever. 52 dates. Yeah. It gives you different ideas. And then this, like the adventure challenge couples Mm -hmm. edition, there's things like if you're like me where I'm, I can't think of something like, give me some ideas and then I'll choose that spontaneous enough for me, you know, type of thing. But yeah, change up your routine, be spontaneous, serve together. Where are you serving? Are you serving? Yeah. You know, it's surprising how many couples are not serving in their church. Like, what are you guys doing together to serve in your church? You can, our church will schedule a couple at the same time to, to do greeting together. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do that. So yeah, there is areas of opportunity, but you have to choose the opportunity. So. And we still have areas of opportunity in ours. Like we get too caught up in our routine. We need to work on the spont- spontaneity of getting outside of our schedule. Yeah, because we book our schedule <laughs> Just stacks and oh, stacks. Oh, you want to be spontaneous? Let's schedule that in. We, we, can't, we can't be spontaneous. We don't have time to be spontaneous. I will schedule it in next good. Wednesday. It'll say spontaneous yes. on the calendar. <laughs> spontaneous appears <laughs> on the calendar. The <laughs> so we want to encourage you, if you haven't yet, uh, we have our event that's coming up, Perfectly Blended. It You can go to joshandchristy.com, take a look at it. And that's on November 5th. So make sure you do that. If you haven't had an opportunity yet to get on iTunes and uh, rate us, rate our podcast, we'd really appreciate that. You can find us on YouTube, which we're on now. We just were able to now start streaming to YouTube at the same time as we are on Facebook. Which is pretty cool. We're pretty appreciative of that. So if you haven't liked and subscribed on YouTube, please make sure you have an opportunity to do that. Or if you're on Facebook, there's a lot going on. If you're on Facebook, uh, we have a private Facebook group. Okay, it's Christian marriage couples. 
yeah. with blended families. So we want to encourage you to, to come on in there. We have some special stuff that we do in that group only uh, every couple weeks. So we want to encourage you with that. Any other closings before we shut it down? Nope. Just give us your email too if you want your email. Yeah. Because then you can get our blog. Yeah, we have a that. blog. We have a lot of things going on. We can but they can find all that on, on the website. Mm-hmm. All of that's on there. So thank you guys so much for being here. We'll see you next Tuesday at 7. Yes, you will. Bye.